Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hello. <laughs> no, start again. Start again. <laughs> Hi, I'm Phil. Hello, I'm Mark. Why are you saying hello? I'm just making hi. a variation, that's wow. all. Wow. Um, and welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where we've got the next chapter of our Kids on Bikes adventure for you. As usual, business first. Um, after explaining about your neighbour's uh, game last week, oh yeah, Bunty said that she remembers playing it. Oh really? Oh yeah, did we play it in the park? No. Maybe. Oh. Mm, we played like we it in chapter. In did we? With Eve, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. No, I think we did. But Bunty didn't say whether she liked it or not. <laughs> oh, no. She just said she remembered it. So oh, no. I'm going to interpret that as she thought it was fucking shit so <laughs> sorry about that um also you were very negative about our ukraine listeners i wasn't um, negative last time claiming that it was some sort of accidental listen well they've listened again so either they <laughs> made the same mistake or they actually listening on well, purpose sorry so thanks ukraine <laughs> um and that's all that's all we've got so without further ado i give you kids on bikes chapter six showdown at the secret brewery. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Previously on Kids on Bikes. It's the Lower Granfield Herald. Poisoned ale claims fifth life. Melissa has uh, come round. You notice that she's wearing new shoes. She's got a new pair of earrings and she has a new bag. Uh, they're presents from my brother Dwayne. He's recently got a new job and he's really spoiling me. All that shenanigans up at the brewery. Luckily the sheriff let us off. It was yeah. clear we were provoked by those brewery tour staff. I've just stumbled upon a partially concealed crate of Blueberry Brewery beer. I'm gonna chuck Trent's wallet in the river. As you get to the brewery, you notice the gates are closed and chained shut. There's a notice on them saying, closed until further notice. I assure you, Blueberry beer did not cause these health issues. Our products are meticulously checked when they leave the brewery. Suddenly, Sheriff Blunt appears and arrests Daniel Berry. Dwayne Duke takes the stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're a town steeped in beer. Just because Blueberry Breweries let us down doesn't mean we have to forego the generations of beer-related knowledge that we've built up. For too long, the beer has been associated with negatives, but no longer. I give you Viridian Globe, the refined beer. We heard that Blueberry Brewery was going down, so we came up with our own beer to replace it. It's not so hard to believe, is it? I didn't even know Sheriff Blunt was going to arrest him. We haven't got anything on file. Sheriff Blunt doesn't really let me in on many of the big cases. He keeps a lot of secrets. You get to the Temperance Society and find the door locked. However, you can hear sounds of much activity coming from within. You go down the stairs and you can see an almost perfect recreation of the Blueberry Brewery mixing room. Out of nowhere, the Mondegreen lady come and contact me, but she already know my delivery schedule. She says she can pay me much more than Daniel Berry. So I come and work for her. Behind the bookcase, it is time. The tunnel twists and turns until you get to a locked door. You unlock it, emerging into a living space. A voice comes from okay. one of the other rooms. Daniel, is that you? A man appears. It is a face that you all recognise but haven't seen for five years. <laughs> it is Lucien Le Bleu. 
Jerry, Sean and Tyler, you have just discovered that Lucien Blue is still alive in his secret underground bunker beneath Bluesberg's slopes. What are you doing here? Where's Daniel? Who can recap for Lucien what's going on? You, you look not stupid at all in your sporting attire. Can you tell me what is happening? Yes, I can. Um, the whole town has been flooded. <laughs> Zutalo, what is this? And we are the last survivors of the apocalypse. <laughs> Not yet. Yes, we have. We were given a key by uh, Daniel. What has happened? Is Daniel all right? Uh, no, he's been arrested. Um, Mad. Because uh, uh, he, 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 well, he was accused of poisoning uh, beer and it was killing people. Um, that is ridiculous. Say well, sure. yeah. uh, And he managed to sneak a uh, key to the secret passage, so he came down here and, well, here we are. Uh, how long have you been down here? Why are you down here? Why should I trust you? Uh, well, I used to work for you. Ah, yes, I remember you. <laughs> uh, Jerry, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but how should I trust what you say? Can you prove that you are telling the truth? Uh, do we have any... Do you have the note with you? Yes, true, I suppose, yeah. Look, you recognise this handwriting? Uh, sure. Truly, that is the signature of my business partner, Daniel Berry. I've got, I've got some Polaroids. Oh, let me see these Polaroids. Uh, this is the town meeting. Oh, these are just pictures of you been... in your underwear with a cat. Avec <laughs> un chat. What's his name being arrested? Zitalo. Perhaps you are telling the truth. I will tell you what I know. On that night, five years ago, Daniel and I knew something was coming. We had a number of threatening letters, most of them directed at me. The perils of not being a native, I suppose. When we discovered the fire, it was just at two at the brewery. We put it out very easily, but then we came up with a plan. We reset the fire and faked my death. If they thought they'd won, then we could see what their next move was. My only regret was that it took so long. Daniel thought they laid low after they thought they killed me. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, hey, okay. you've been here, you've been down here ever since? We. Oui. How, how many years is that? Five. Five. Okay. Since the fire that killed me. Okay. And did you find out what was going on? Well, I have been keeping the single bit of evidence safe. I haven't even shown it to Daniel. Would you like to see? <laughs> I would. It is a picture and I believe it shows the identity of the man who set the original fire. But I do not know who it is. I cannot make a connection. Perhaps one of you can recognise him. I've got tips on Cletus. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a really yeah, good picture. I know that shady character. Lucian shows you a a faded picture of someone in a straw hat, dungarees and a check shirt with a petrol can standing next to some fire. Do any of you recognise this person? No. Yeah, he looks like a, uh, a guy that I've had a few dealings with recently. Bizarrely, um, romantically involved with, uh, uh, what's her name, Hortense Mondegreen uh, of the Temperance Society. Ah, uh, now it makes sense. And, but also, um, him and his mates seem to turn up every so often, like, and, and visit the brewery and then rack up the place. Was they the ones, Daniel came and told me someone smashed up the brewery in a, a uh, redneck fight. Uh, yeah, that's the, 
that's the thing. Um, so yeah, so he has ties to the Temperance Society, who have suddenly also started producing their own beer. <gasps> the backstabbing um, bastards! Yeah. Critical backstabbing bastards. Absolutely, hypocritement. <laughs> you must use this evidence to put a stop to whatever shit is happening up above. Can't we print this in the newspaper? I, what good would that do? Well, tell My, everyone about it, for the picture. But this alone is not proof. How can we link this redneck to the Hortense Mondegreen? I have a letter uh, that Hortense sent to this guy. Hmm. Is it still not enough? The newspaper will take too long. We need to save Daniel tonight. Oh, what's going to happen to him if we don't? Well, he's been arrested. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, you need to come with us. That is bad. No, I cannot. Why not? If they find out I am alive, that will throw suspicion onto Daniel. They will say, why did you lie? You must take the photograph and stop them. Either take it to the police or confront Hortense Mondegreen herself. Uh, we need to be careful with the police because the sheriff seems to be in on the whole thing. Is there no one on the force that will help you? Ah, uh, yeah, Deputy uh, Montgomery? Ah, we. Oui. You must get it yes. to him. Okay, we should make a move then. Um, I will say au revoir. Uh, if you need me, I should be down in this shelter, reading my newspaper. <laughs> sure. And eating some baguette. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. What do you guys? What are you guys gonna do now? Um, I, as an obnoxious British jock, think we should go and confront Hortense. Let's do that then. We can burn the Temperance Society down as revenge. <laughs> Make sure Janice is out of it. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, we could we could like burn down the like the brew, but just you know disrupt production. Just a little bit of burning now. Yeah, a little bit of burning. Does anyone have any matches? Uh, no. I feel like Tyler would be prepared. No. Janice, you have been roped into helping out at the Temperance Society. So, I'm suspicious that it's all a bit convenient that the Blueberry Brewery is tainted and has to be shut down, especially because we know that some mischief was made at the behest of the Portents Mondegreen. Just as the Temperance Society, who is employing ex-employees of the brewery, has now brought out its own beer. So I suspect there has been some foul play and some scheming, and I'm going to see if in all the hustle and bustle I can sneak up upstairs into the office and find some more information. Well... Whilst you are ferrying boxes of the new beer up and down and all around, um, Nathaniel gets called away to attend to something. You are in the mixing room. There's the ingredient room, as you're familiar with from the Blueberry Brewery tour, leading to the foyer and the stairs. However, there is a little corridor with two doors at the back of the underground secret brewery. Test your brains, please. One. Oh, you are approaching one of the doors when Nathaniel returns. Elizabeth, what are you doing? Do not go in there. Carry on transporting the boxes. I was looking for the bathroom. Really need to pee. You stupid child. There is no bathroom. I pee outside. Where can I go? Just use one of these empty bottles. Oh, girl. Maybe there's one upstairs. Can I go? No, she does not. A lady never goes to toilet. Oh, I suppose 
I will let you in this room. To be honest, it would not matter if a bit of Huiwi got in whatever's in here. He unlocks the door and you find yourself in a smaller room. There's another vat, but this one doesn't say Viridian Globe on it. It says Blueberry Brewery. A crack in the vat has been fixed up the middle and next to it, there are a number of packs of rat poison. There's also on the wall, a map of the forest with various locations marked with X's. Suddenly, Hortense herself appears behind you. Ah, Nathaniel tells me that you have connections with the newspaper. Elizabeth, was it? Come with me. I'd love to discuss promotion plans. You follow Hortense inside the other room on the corridor and she shuts the door behind you. The room is dank and dark. It's bare except for an alcove containing what looks like bones. Drop the act, Hortense says. I know exactly who you are. You and your friends have been snooping around for far too long. Well, you can't stop me now. She pulls a knife from her many skirts. Finally, my time has come. You realize, Janice, that you are at her mercy. The only option is to keep her talking. Nobody knows. Nobody knows that Viridian Globe comes from the Temperance Society, my dear. It's the perfect cover. Who would suspect a brewery beneath the very chapel of abstinence? My father knows. I told him before I came in. I don't believe you. How did you get the recipe? How you? Why is there a vat of blueberry beer? That was the vat that was broken in the riot. Daniel Berry, the fool, threw it out as damaged goods, and I was able to get a smidgen of the beer off that vat. And that's how I recreated the blueberry beer. And is that the beer that you poisoned and killed boiled? <laughs> what makes you think I poisoned it? poison in the other room. Oh yes, that. You've got me there, my dear. <laughs> As if to think my stupid nephew believes that spitting in the beer was enough to kill those people. The idiot. At that moment, a gasp comes from behind. Aunt Hortense, you turn around to see Trent Blackwell standing in the door, his little heart breaking. The Aunt Hortense set him up. I, I don't believe it. It can't be true. Oh, get over yourself, dear. You were just a means to an end. <laughs> the other three, you arrive outside the Temperance Society. Now, Janice gave you a signal to use to contact her. Can anyone remember what that was? Owl noises. Unfortunately, no one, no one lets you in. Uh, Janice must be occupied elsewhere. Can, can we get in anyway? Can we get through a door? Um, you can try. You go up to the door, but you find it locked. Hmm. Um, how solid is the door? It's wood. You know, I reckon it could be forced with a bit of uh, brawn. <laughs> test, test your brawn if you want to try and force the door. 15 plus one. You crash through the doors into the Temperance Society. You're in the foyer. You can see that the rug has been pulled back, but the trap door is closed. Standing in your way is Nathaniel Dimitriades, guardian of the foyer. Miss Montegreen warned me that you might be turning up. 
you meddling snoops. You are not getting down this trapdoor whatsoever. He blocks your way, his fists raised. Okay, I reckon we could subdue him. Um, you've got the fight. I've got some rope in my backpack. We can tie him up. Um, sorry, Nathaniel, but we've got to do this. I broke your truck, and now I'm going to break you. I am quaking in my boots. I punch him in the face. <laughs> so funnily enough, this only enrages Nathaniel, and he takes a swing at you, Sean. Shocker. What? What are you gonna? What's your action plan? Um. Well, initially, duck. Test your flight. Uh, six. You duck, but it, it catches you just on like the top of the head. He's gearing up for another <laughs> punch. Cool. Can I kick his feet out from under him? Test your fight. Four plus one. Try and kick his feet. But what that does is that leaves me balancing on one leg. <laughs> and I hop around and fall over. <laughs> <laughs> ha, you idiot. Now, who looks next weakest? You with the glasses! He starts advancing on Tyler Floorquest. I can hit him with my flask. Brawn. Wait, what's in your flask? Um, hot tea. Six. You twat him with the hot tea flask. He, he stumbles back, but it's only a flask. It's not enough to uh, knock him down or anything. Yeah, I think I'm gonna rush in and uh, with Tyler's help, tie him up whilst he's, you know, sort of off his guard sort of thing. Brains. Uh, ooh, three plus one. As you're advancing with the rope, Nathaniel catches onto your plan and deftly hops out the way. Can't we push him down the, open the trapdoor and push him down that? Well, I'm crawling around on the floor anyway, so I'll do it. Test your flight again. Five. You make it to the trapdoor and open the trapdoor without Nathaniel stopping you. Nathaniel is preoccupied with Tyler and Jerry and the rope. He's grabbed the rope and he's pulling it towards him. I'm going to very suddenly let go of the rope. I'm gonna duck and curl up. The sudden letting go of the rope, Nathaniel stumbles backwards, trips over Sean, and tumbles through the trapdoor down the stairs. <laughs> ah, shit! <laughs> With a crash, he lands at the bottom. Janice, you, down below in the secret to brewery, um, whilst Hortense is... Uh, ranting and raving and brandishing her knife at you and Trent, you hear a clatter from outside, but Hortense does not seem to be uh, distracted. What are you and Trent going to do? I'm not very fighty, but I do have quite a few books in my backpack. I'm going to chuck my biggest, fattest book at her. Test your brawn, please. Oh, perfect 12, plus one. So, with all my strength, I take both hands, I grab my advanced biology textbook and then lob it over on. It spins almost in slow motion towards her face. She turns, looks horrified, and it smacks her full in the face. <gasps> she stumbles back into the pile of bones and in her surprise drops the knife. Uh, are you, you're making a run for it? Yep. Okay, are you taking Trent with you? He can do what he likes, I don't care about Trent. Right, Janice, you run back Probably out. You you run back into the mixing room just as uh, Tyler, Jerry and Sean come down the stairs onto your level. Obviously, Nathaniel is sparked out at the bottom of the stairs. He's gone. However, Dwayne Duke is waiting for you in the mixing room. You guys aren't going to stop what we're up to here. This is my big break. Come on, Janice. You know, I've been looking for, for success all the time and I finally got it. You can't take that away from me. I know, Dwayne, but she's killing people. 
What's a couple of lower Granfeld people's lives if it means the success of our business? But there's still people, Dwayne. I'm sorry, I know it's our fault you got fired, but you can't, you can't do this. Dwayne panics, grabs a bottle off the nearest rack and chucks it in your direction. Test your flight. Oh, I got two. Uh, the bottle smacks you in the collarbone. <laughs> in a mad panic, Dwayne starts chucking bottles left, right and centre. Glass is smashing all over the place. He's he's not very good, but there's so many of them that it, it makes it a bit chaotic. Well, I'm not having Um, test your grit. Also, I have, you know, basketball experience of dodging and weaving, which oh. I'm sure is a basketball skill. Six. You duck and weave through all the uh, flying beer bottles. What are you going to do when you reach Dwayne Duke? Just tackle. <laughs> Rugby tackle. Yeah. Test your brawn, please. That would be a two plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately... <laughs> Uh, Dwayne steps out of the way, Sean, and you crash into a bench laden with crates of bottles. Oh, that's gonna stay. <laughs> However, Dwayne is forced to step away from his source of ammunition. He's now just in the centre of the mixing room, you know, squaring up for a fight. So, Sean is crashed out in a load of broken bottles. Um, Janice has got a sore collarbone. Uh, and Dwayne Duke is squaring off in the centre of the room. Uh, I am going to spend an adversity token to look for a useful item. Uh, I have found uh, a giant mixing paddle. Heavy, solid, you know. Uh, and I'm going to uh, not run, but sort of just, you know, steadily make my way towards Dwayne, just kind of seeing if you're back down. Come on, Jerry, you don't want to do this. You know what I've been through. You used to work for Daniel Berry. You know the shit conditions. Surely, surely you can see where I'm coming from. I'm sorry, mate, it doesn't, you know, excuse being involved in all this murdering business. Dwayne, Dwayne looks around, desperately trying to search for something he can uh, use to, to fend you off. Ah, uh, cool. Well, I'm going to take a swing. I feel like this thing's long enough. I'm, I'm within within range now. Uh, brawn, please. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, two. Uh, Dwayne, being skinny and nimble, sidesteps back out of your swing arc. At that moment, he spots the weakest member of your group, Tyler Floorquest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and advances on him like some sort of gangly spider. <laughs> uh, I have, I've only got my flask. Are you going to go for another flask? I'm hit? actually going to throw the whole thing, like... Um, brawn? Oh, two. You throw the flask, it bounces off uh, Dwayne's chest, and he looks at you with disdain. Seriously, dude, who throws a flask? I just push him. This one can be fight. Oh, one? Um, you go to push him, <laughs> but you slip in some <laughs> oh, of the no. spilled, smashed stuff, and you sort of just kind of gently graze and bounce off him and <laughs> fall onto the floor. Oh. Um, like, you know, because you've got your rucksack on, you're mm. like a turtle. <laughs> you're, you're tortoising on the floor. Oh, no. Um... Dwayne thinks that's you dispatched, so he turns back to the one true threat in the room, Jerry Borman. Uh, okay. 
Um, oh, Dwayne uh, now picks up Tyler's flask and is bra sure. brandishing at you. He unscrews the lid, smells that it's hot, dangerous tea, and prepares to throw it your way. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, uh, he's stood next. He's in the middle of the room, right? Pretty much. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, like, feign kind of running away. Um and then somehow lure him to get a bit closer. Huh, stupid old man. I knew you were a scaredy cat in the end. Thinking he's won, Dwayne takes a celebratory sip of tea from the flask. Yeah. Oh, grab his feet. Go for brains. Oh, two. Oh. You're, you, go, you, go to grab, you go to grab Dwayne's feet, but your hands are still slick from all the beer and you just kind of slip off. <laughs> Noticing your feeble attempt, Dwayne cruelly tips the rest of the tea out onto you. <laughs> <laughs> that is my decent have... attempt to tackle my former friend, Dwayne. Um, Braun, please. Twelve! So, I run straight at him, I'm still sort of hobbling a bit because my shoulder hurts, but I sort of put my head down like I've seen the jocks do. I basically headbutt him in the stomach as I run into him, push him over into... He falls against one of the vats and then falls sideways onto the floor, pulling some empty bottles down on top of it. That is Dwayne Duke out for the count, lying in... decisive. Landing in a load of broken glass. Um, Sean, you've just witnessed probably one of the most impressive tackles that you've ever seen from from Janice. <laughs> I am going to, I was going to say, like, try and fist pop onto the other thing in the 80s. But before you can celebrate, the door opens and Hortense Mondegreen appears. She has Trent Blackwell with her knife to his throat. Enough! Enough of this! Leave me to my business or I will slit his throat! I'm going to take a picture of my Polaroid just for the <laughs> records. As, as the camera flashes, I'm going to log my club. Oh, the, the, the paddle. Yeah. Test your brains. Uh, eight plus one. The paddle flies through the oh. air, twats Hortense Mondegreen, and she lets go of Trent, but she still holds the knife. Trent scrambles away to safety. She's pretty, I mean, she's looking pretty battered now. She's taken a book to the face. She's taken a paddle. And, you know, <laughs> hang on. She's like a 60-something woman. She's doing very well. I will not be defeated, I tell you. I will not. I have only got a sandwich now. <laughs> If I can do something with a sandwich to distract her, can someone else sort of go for her? Wait a minute, she's still got a knife, right? She's still got the knife. Okay. Can't we, like, distract her and push her in a mixing thing? Is there any more rope? Um, well, no, hang on. Nathaniel should still have hold of the rope. He should still have it in his hands, right? Because he grabbed it and then fell downstairs. Oh, yeah. Mm. Recover the rope. We could just, we've got the proof, right? We've got the picture. We could just leave and not kill an old lady. I think she might kill us. We're closer to the door. Can, should somebody try and go through a door and see what happens? She, she advances, branding, brandishing the knife at you. I've worked too hard for this. Okay, okay, right, okay. I'm, whatever, I'll just throw the sandwich at her. Just to see if it does anything. I might get, if I get a really good result. Braun, whatever you get, a sandwich is not going to kill her. Yeah, no, but it might, it might unbalance, it might unbalance her. Okay, three. What's in the sandwich? Oh, I think she's allergic to peanut butter. Peanut butter and jam sandwich. There we go. Eat this, you bitch. <laughs> you throw, 
You throw the sandwich, it smooshes <laughs> all down her dress, which she is horrified about. Do you have any idea how expensive these crinolines are? She she distracts herself trying to like right. wipe down do the something. peanut buttery mess. Someone do I'm something. gonna grab a full cat's bottle of beer, shake it up, and lob it at her. Brawn. Ten plus one, eleven. In her confusion, she drops the knife. She is now unarmed. Okay, uh, go and sort of bear hug her until someone can get the rope and. Uh, I will go and get the rope. Tie her up. Okay, she's say. she's in no position to avoid this, so that's what happens. You've got right, Nathaniel sparked out, Dwayne Duke sparked out, Hortense Mondegreen tied up. What are you gonna do? Okay, well we need to um, get in touch with Deputy Montgomery um, without alerting the sheriff potentially. But maybe no. First, we need to maybe either incriminate the sheriff or not. We need more evidence. Can you? There's a vat from the Blueberry Brewery and some poison in the other room. I think go take some pictures of it in case they try and change yeah. the scene. I will take plenty of pictures of everything. Well, also the lost property. Is that from? Did we ever find out they were missing? Ah, good question. Uh, we can collect all the evidence from the Temperance Society. We could call. We could call nine one one, and then we'll get all the police. So we won't just get the sheriff. We can get the deputy, and we could call my dad. True. It should be published yeah. in the newspaper, and I'll write a book on it, and it can be serialised <laughs> with photos. Well, my worry <laughs> is that the sheriff is involved, and he'll have ways and means of covering it up. I've, I don't know, if possible, I think we need to establish whether there is a link between him and Hortense. I guess check her office first. We just ask We've her got time. <laughs> oh, can we tie the other two up? Is there enough room? Uh, I assume the other two are out for the count. It's Hortense. Hortense. Shake her and no, she's a, she's a frail old lady. She's she's not trying to escape. She's she's done. And the others, oh. yeah, sparks out. So, well, she, so she's gonna confess to everything then. So it doesn't matter. Well, she's not gonna come. I mean, you've beat her. But she's not just gonna be like, all right, I did it. <laughs> 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 all right, you uh, got me. <laughs> oh, we have a picture of her with a knife to Trent's throat, and I assume Trent mm. will confirm your stories and. I think we you, got yeah, you, you turn to ask Trent, but he's done a runner in all the confusion. Mm. He's a scumbag anyway. <laughs> there were bones! There were bones in that back room! Ah, that will link to the lost property. That belongs to the lost property people, doesn't yeah, it? So yeah, we can match yeah. that, and that's the hard evidence. Okay, you've got your evidence. The only option now is to try and get it to Deputy Montgomery without alerting the sheriff. Oh, we'll just find him then on his, on his route. Bring the Action. sheriff's office and ask for him. Yeah, where's the thing? I haven't got the map. <laughs> where, uh, where are we going? It seems like a simple thing, but... We can't get Montgomery. Yeah, we could try and lure the sheriff somewhere else. Let's just head towards the sheriff station and we can send whoever looks the least dishevelled but also the most sort of innocent and nonchalant to discover in and ask to see Deputy Montgomery. And who would you say that is? Maybe. Probably you, Dan. <laughs> Probably. You get to the sheriff station. Janice goes into reception, but Sheriff Blunt himself is at the desk. Oh, now what can I do for you? Oh, you 
be near the door eavesdropping. Sure. Um, oh, this, uh, um... Is something a, wrong, little lady? Yeah, I, I heard a bunch of, like, the bunch of the older kids. They were talking about going to go and, uh, light some fires at the brewery. Fires at the brewery? Again? Yeah, I, I thought I should tell you, but I, please don't tell them I told you, because they'll know, and then, oh, it was really bad. I think you should probably go and check it out before something bad happens. Can you test your charm, please, Janice? No, no, fire's at the brewery. That's a bit small town. I'll just send the deputy to do it. I'll go get him. Sheriff Blunt goes inside the police station and moments later, Deputy Montgomery appears. Oh, hey, Janice. What's this about fires? Yeah, I'll, come on, I'll show you now before something bad happens. Okay, hold your horses. All right, you guys, you're outside. Okay, so there's no fire, but something really bad You, you lied difference. to the police? <laughs> this is a serious offense, young lady. Jerry, what's going on here? Sorry, Deputy Montgomery. We had to uh, try and either get the sheriff out there or get you out of there um, to say, and then big explanation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> How convenient. Uh, here's all this evidence in a box. Uh, it turns out that uh, Lucy and LeBlue has been alive all this time. Um, and evidence put, uh, I know, right? Uh, points to uh, the Temperance Society being up front for, uh, well, I don't really know what, evil uh, <laughs> evil lady beer. Oh, that is the worst kind of beer. And there's bones. Killed people. She poisoned the beer. Yes. Wait, you mean there's deaths at Lower Granfield? That's what for That's her. what killed those people? She poisoned a vat of blueberry beer, rebottled it, and sent it out there to tarnish the name of Blueberry Brewery so she could get ahead. Well, that's definitely some sort of crime, I feel. We've got them subdued in the, uh, in the Temperance Society. We went to confront them and they attacked us. She tried to kill you with a knife. Here's a Polaroid. We have Polaroid. <laughs> oh my god, this is like a blow-by-blow. This is like a storyboard of Polaroids. <laughs> well, I can't say I approve of this vigilante behavior. Behavior, but thanks guys the town of Bluesburg owes you a great debt I'll go and apprehend them right now Deputy Montgomery arrests and apprehends Nathaniel Dwayne Duke and Hortense Mondegreen thus restoring the reputation of Daniel Berry and Blueberry Brewery <laughs> you have saved the town of Bluesburg's founding company so well done it's over how, how do you feel Sean how do you feel I feel like as a local hero, I should have been given some kind of reward. Maybe maybe the mayor, maybe Daniel Berry will reward you. Do you know what? He'll let you keep that old beer bottle that you stole from the old brewery. No, the sheriff took that from me. Oh, got it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like a parade, you know, a gold medal, some kind of speech. Hey, maybe at the next Brewer's Day next year, you, <laughs> yeah. you'll get a place of honour. Tyler, how do you feel with your success? Well, well, the truth was found out. I'm gonna write my book on all of this and that can be my job. Jerry, how are you feeling? I'm just glad that all this nonsense is over and I can return to the quiet life in the forest in my shack. Uh, and Janice, what about you? I'm excited had an adventure and solved a mystery which is really cool. I'm kind of miffed that I ended up getting Dwayne in even more trouble than I got him in before. He's now arrested and that's he, awful. He made his yeah. own choices. I might be friends again. Yay. Um, and will you guys keep in touch after all this? Or are we going to have to start Adventure 2 as strangers again? <laughs> oh, we won't be strangers. 
feel like Sean Jen is the most likely to stay in touch. Like, I have great respect for her heroics and for her not mentioning that I felt over, ever, ever. <laughs> I have realised he's a lot more mature and a nicer guy than he tends to be. What have we, what have we learned, guys? Peanut butter sandwiches, great weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that is, that is the end of adventure number one. Yay! Well done. Thank you. However, Bluesberg isn't safe yet. Meanwhile, at Bluesburg Police Station, Hortense Mondegreen is languishing in her cell. Suddenly, a figure appears in the doorway. Oh, thank goodness! I was wondering when someone would come and get me out of here! The shadowy figure advances. You have failed us, Miss Mondegreen. Eclipse does not tolerate failure. To be continued.